Hey there, lovebirds and lone wolves. It's your favorite sexpert, Stephanie Smith, and we're about to take a joyride through the wild world of sex and relationships. So buckle up, because we're going to laugh, learn, and maybe even blush a little as we uncover the secrets to kick-ass sex life. So grab your headphones and get ready for some scandalous stories, quirky advice, and a whole lot of laughs. Welcome to Let's Talk About Sex with me, Stephanie Smith, the podcast that's about to make your ears blush. Hello, Stephanie with the Gilf Stand Your Gilfy today with my friend and guest Shiloh Hobby with Love Your O. Hey, Shiloh. Hi, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming back for another Dead Bedroom Stories. I love these Dead Bedroom Stories. I feel like I'm just like, we're gossiping about people. I'm just kidding. I don't like to gossip about people, but I love to help people. That's what I love to do. So here's one. They left it. They finally left my dead bedroom. There were times I didn't think I'd leave my three-year dead bedroom. I tried everything to make it work, but it needed to end, and it finally did. Now I get to sleep in my own bed in my new place without the constant fear of rejection. I am learning to love myself in a deeper way than ever before. I'm not rushing into dating. I'm enjoying myself and feeling more confident than I have in years. I understand my worth and know I am that I am deserving of a relationship that meets my emotional and physical needs. I also know that this relationship was a necessary part of my growth. I've grown beyond it now, and I will be better at recognizing red flags next time. I'm so excited to work on myself. I truly enjoy me. I just want to say I love, 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 love this. Yeah, I do too. Absolutely. I think that it's, I, I love that they're taking the time to not rush into anything to find themselves to figure out what it is that they want. And this is just this is this is awesome. I recommend this for anyone coming out of a relationship. And, you know, and good for him for doing it. Do you know how hard that is? Absolutely. It's hard to leave, especially if you have things intertwined. You know, you're living together. Um, you're married, you have houses together. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I think you can figure out ways in so many different ways, but to leave and then he's got his own place and it's awesome. I love it. I think this one is, I I think this is great. I, there's, there's nothing about this that I can criticize. I think that this is great. I think it's such a, I think it's such a huge thing to be able to look at yourself and figure out what your emotional physical needs are and to know that you need to look for that and to take the relationship that you were in as a lesson and and learn from it you know because that's what what it was it was a lesson you knew that you know this person that Mm -hmm. they didn't that it wasn't a good thing. And now they are taking that time for themselves to really figure themselves out and work on their own confidence and just be themselves. And how huge is that? Because their next relationship is going to be what they want it to be. Because what'll be better than this one. And 
because he said, you know, I, I now know what the red flags are, you know, for the next time I'm recognizing. Well, and the loving themselves more. Way you know, more. They're going to be able to set those healthy boundaries so that they don't end up back in, you know, a dead bedroom situation or, you know, they're just going to know what they want and what they're not going to settle for. I, I think that's important. I think he brings up a good point, though, in here about the rejection. I think that I'm sorry to I know I always jump on the man's bag, bandwagon, but rejection is a real thing. It's actually very real. And women would be quite offended, honestly, if they were rejected as many times as men are if asking for sex. And I know we've seen women, you know, that are high libido get rejected. And But if you, if you look at all the dead bedroom posts, their self-worth is down. Their confidence is down. Um that's not what a relationship is, is about. We're, we're there to help each other, to build each other's confidence. So I think if people understand that some people, not all people, but some people have get their self when they're in a relationship. Okay. They feel, they feel loved. They feel, uh, worthy. Um, when they have their partner who is loving on them, wants to have sex with them. Um, and, but if the partner is consistently rejecting, that's where a conversation has to come so that you can sit down and agree so that you don't feel rejected all the time. Cause that's not cool. I mean, who's ever rejecting needs to realize then sit down, have a conversation about what works for you so that your partner self-worth and confidence doesn't take a shit all because you're just don't want to have sex. Oh, right. It comes down to, it absolutely comes down to communication. You know what you just said, communication, you need to talk about it. They need to figure out why, why is the rejection happen? I mean, we know that men want in general, we know that it's a good generality to say that men want sex more than women. We kind of know there's, there's research that shows and, it. it's true. Right. So we know this and, you know, and in most cases, so, you know, men but men actually, about- that's how they feel. They, they get their love from sex. That's how they feel. They don't get their loves, their, their, their feeling of love from holding a hand or any, that's not how they get it. That's how a woman gets it. But it's not how a man gets it. He gets it from pure sex. Um, I think there's more to it than just sex. No, I'm not saying that, but that's his, that's what he, that's when he feels worthy in the relationship. He feels confident is when he's getting that. He feels like he's loved by you and that you love him. And that is a man's way of communicating in their own head is like, Sex equals, if we're doing a math equation, sex equals love, sex equals worth, sex equals confidence, sex, and, you know, rejection equals low confidence, then, you know, we could just go down the line. So my point is that um, men really identify that as a confidence gainer or, or deflator. 
So I think that um, we really, like you said, communication got to open it up, but it's, it's got to be real conversation and none of this. Well, I just don't want it. Or, you know, I mean, I just don't want to give it if I don't want it. Okay. That's perfectly fine. You shouldn't have to not at all, but you can't be mad if I want to go and masturbate and you can't be mad if you do this for over a year or two and I don't want to go out and get something from somewhere else. I'll talk to you about it. I'll let you know, but you can't be mad. And that's the goddamn truth of it. I'm really serious about that. And I think that women need to wake up to that truth of they need to also, they, you know, you don't get to just do that and think that they still don't have that need to be met. They still do. There's definitely a need to be met. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I think that men have a higher sex drive and, at the same time, you know, I mean, I think that it's about compatibility and having those conversations so that you know that you're getting into a relationship with somebody and what they're, you know, that they're being honest about what they want. I mean, it really comes down to being honest about what you want and what you actually are willing to do in a relationship. And, you know, if you love the other person, like you say you do when you get married, then you should want what's best for each other. And that includes meeting your needs. And yes, sometimes it's an obligation, but it really truly shouldn't be because you should be having those conversations so that it doesn't become a that obligatory or it shouldn't be something that you resent doing. No, no. I do know plenty of relationships that are, you know, set up this way where it's obligatory or they you buy me this, I need a new couch and, or I need a new car and I'll give you sex. When you buy me these things, then I'll get it. I've heard that. I've heard lots of duty stuff. You do this, I'll do that. And that's actually not the way it is. It's not supposed to be. It's not the agreement that you made in the beginning. And so, um, and I've talked a lot to other women about this and, they seem to think, well, that's the only way they can get their man to communicate, to listen. And that's not the truth. So I think that, um, good communication, like you're saying with talking about what they each think that the sex is going to be before the relationship, when they move in, when they get engaged and when they get married, when they have kids, when someone's on menopause, when someone's on menopause, because we, no one, you know, we, do you, I mean, we're not taught to talk about these kinds of things well, you know, early on. But, and I mean, I guess that, you know, in looking at this, you know, I would split those up into segments because you don't know what menopause is like when you're 21 and you're not anywhere near it. You don't know what that feeling is. You don't know what it is yeah. actually in the midst of it. But hopefully by the time you hit that part of things, you've learned how to communicate so that you know how to communicate your needs so that your partner doesn't feel like they're not that they're, that they're getting resentful because things have changed. Yeah. Yeah. We could go on about that, but you know, I'm just proud of him that he ended up, he, he took control and decided that his self-worth and confidence and his self-care was really important. And look at him. He's doing that. Absolutely. That's important. 
such number one, you got to take care of yourself before you invite anyone else into your life. So fix yourself first, um, know what you like so that you can explain it clearly to the other person. And then that way your relationship will be just a lot better. Absolutely. Well, thanks for joining me today on another dead bedroom. Thanks for having me. All right. Have a great day. You too. Thanks, Stephanie. And that's a wrap, folks. Thank you for joining me on today's exhilarating podcast of Let's Talk About Sex. If you loved what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, make sure to hit that subscribe button, like, and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Don't miss out on our future episodes packed with even more tips, tricks, and tantalizing discussions. Got something to share or a burning question? I want to hear from you. Send me a message on social media or in my email. Your thoughts and stories and feedback mean the world to me, and I can't wait to hear from each and every one of you. Remember, your sexual empowerment journey doesn't end here. Keep exploring, keep growing, and keep embracing your fabulous, authentic self. Until next time, this is Stephanie Smith signing off. Stay adventurous, stay safe, and stay sexy.